0: Canto 2, The Growth of the Flame, Section 1, Number 95 A land of mountains and wide sun-beat plains, and great rivers passing to vast seas, a field of creation and spiritual hush, silence swallowing life's axe into the deeps, of thought's transcendent climb and heavenward leap, A brooding world of reverie and trance, filled with the mightiest works of God and man, where nature seemed a dream of the divine, and beauty and grace and grandeur had their home, harbored the childhood of the incarnate flame. Over her watched millennial influences, and the deep godheads of a grandiose past looked on her and saw the future's godheads come, as if this magnet drew their powers unseen. Earth's brooding wisdom spoke to her still breast, mounting from mind's last peaks to mate with gods, making Earth's brilliant thoughts a springing board to dive into the cosmic vastnesses, the knowledge of the thinker and the seer, saw the unseen and thought the unthinkable, opened the enormous doors of the unknown, rent man's horizons into infinity. A shoreless sweep was lent to the mortal's axe, and art and beauty sprang from the human depths. Nature and soul vied in nobility. Ethics the human keyed to imitate heaven, the harmony of a rich culture's tones, refined the sense and magnified its reach, to hear the unheard and glimpse the invisible, and taught the soul to soar beyond things known, inspiring life to greaten and break its bounds, aspiring to the immortal's unseen world. Leaving earth's safety, daring wings of mind, bore her above the trodden fields of thought, crossing the mystic seas of the beyond, to live on eagle heights near to the sun. There, wisdom sits on her eternal throne. All her life's turns led her to symbol doors, admitting to secret powers. That were her kin, adept of truth, initiate of bliss, a mystic acolyte trained in nature's school, aware of the marvel of created things. She laid the secrecies of her heart's deep muse upon the altar of the wonderful. Her hours were ritual in a timeless fane, her acts became gestures of sacrifice. Invested with the rhythm of higher spheres, the word was used as a hieratic means for the release of the imprisoned spirit into communion with its comrade gods, or it helped to beat out new expressive forms of that which labors in the heart of life. Some immemorial soul in men and things seeker of the unknown and the unborn, carrying a light from the ineffable to rend the veil of the last mysteries. Intense philosophies pointed earth to heaven or on foundations broad as cosmic space uprised the earth mind to superhuman heights overpassing lines that please the outward eyes, but hide the sight of that which lives within. Sculpture and painting concentrated sense, upon an inner vision's motionless verge, revealed a figure of the invisible, unveiled all nature's meaning in a form, or caught into a body the divine. The architecture of the infinite, discovered here its inward musing shapes, captured into wide breaths of soaring stone. Music brought down celestial yearnings. Song held the merged heart absorbed in rapturous depths, linking the human with the cosmic cry. The world interpreting movements of the dance, Molded idea and mood to a rhythmic sway and posture, Crafts minute in subtle lines, Eternized a swift moment's memory, Or showed in a carving's sweep a cup's design, The underlying patterns of the unseen, Poems in largeness cast like moving worlds, And meters surging with the ocean's voice, translated by grandeurs locked in nature's heart, but thrown now into a crowded glory of speech, the beauty and sublimity of her forms, the passion of her moments and her moods, lifting the human word near to the gods. Man's eyes could look into the inner realms. His scrutiny discovered Numbers' law, and organized the motions of the stars, mapped out the visible fashioning of the world, questioned the process of his thoughts, or made a theorized diagram of mind and life. These things she took in as her nature's food, but these alone could fill not her wide self, a human seeking limited by its gains. To her they seemed the great and early steps, hazardous of a young discovering spirit, which saw not yet by its own native light. It tapped the universe with testing knocks, or stretched to find truth-mind's divining rod, a growing out there was to numberless sides, but not yet the widest seeing of the soul. Not yet the vast, direct, immediate touch. Not yet the art and wisdom of the gods. A boundless knowledge, greater than man's thought. A happiness too high for heart and sense. Locked in the world and yearning for release. She felt in her, waiting as yet for form. It asked for objects around which to grow in nature strong to bear without recoil, the splendor of her native royalty, her greatness and her sweetness and her bliss, her might to possess and her vast power to love. Earth made a stepping stone to conquer heaven. The soul saw beyond heaven's limiting boundaries, met a great light from the unknowable, and dreamed of a transcendent action's sphere. Aware of the universal self in all, she turned to living hearts and human forms, her soul's reflections, complements, counterparts, the close outlining portions of her being, divided from her by walls of body and mind, yet to her spirit, bound by ties divine. Overcoming invisible hedge and masked defense and the loneliness that separates soul from soul, she wished to make all one immense embrace, that she might house in it all living things, raised into a splendid point of seeing light out of division's dense inconscient cleft and make them one with God and world and her. Only a few responded to her call, still fewer felt the screen divinity, and strove to mate its godhead with their own, approaching with some kinship to her heights. Uplifted towards luminous secrecies, or conscious of some splendor hidden above, They leaped to find her in a moment's flash, glimpsing a light in a celestial vast, but could not keep the vision and the power, and fell back to life's dull ordinary tone. A mind-daring heavenly experiment, growing towards some largeness they felt near, testing the unknowns bound with eager touch. They still were prisoned by their human grain. They could not keep up with her tireless step, too small and eager for her large-paced will, too narrow to look with the unborn infinite's gaze. Their nature weary grew of things too great. For even the close partners of her thoughts, who could have walked the nearest to her ray, worshiped the power and light they felt in her, but could not match the measure of her soul. A friend and yet too great holy to know, she walked in their front towards a greater light, their leader and queen over their hearts and souls, one close to their bosoms yet divine and far. Admiring and amazed they saw her stride, attempting with the godlike rush and leap, heights for their human stature too remote, or with a slow, great, many-sided toil, pushing towards aims they hardly could conceive, yet forced to be the satellites of her sun, they moved unable to forgo her light, desiring they clutched at her with outstretched hands, or followed stumbling in the paths she made, or longing with their self of life and flesh, they clung to her for heart's nourishment and support, the rest they could not see in visible light, vaguely they bore her inner mightiness, or bound by the senses in the longing heart, adoring with a turbid human love, they could not grasp the mighty spirit she was, or change by closeness to be even as she. Some felt her within their souls and thrilled with her, a greatness felt near yet beyond mind's grasp. To see her was a summons to adore, to be near her drew a high communion's force. So men worship a God too great to know, too high, too vast to wear a limiting shape. They feel a presence and obey a might, adore a love whose rapture invades their breasts, to a divine ardor quickening the heartbeats, a law they follow, greatening heart in life. Opened to a breath is a new diviner air Opened to man is a freer, happier world he sees high steps climbing to self and light her divine parts, the soul's allegiance called it saw it felt it knew the deity, her will was percient on their nature's acts, her heart's inexhaustible sweetness lured their hearts, a being they loved whose bounds exceeded theirs. Her measure they could not reach, but bore her touch. Answering with the flower's answer to the sun, they gave themselves to her and asked no more. One greater than themselves, too wide for their ken, their minds could not understand, nor wholly know. Their lives replied to hers, moved at her words, they felt to Godhead and obeyed a call, answered to her lead and did her work in the world. Their lives, their natures, moved compelled by hers, as if the truth of their own larger selves put on an aspect of divinity to exalt them to a pitch beyond their earths. They felt a larger future meet their walk. She held their hands. She chose for them their paths. They were moved by her towards great unknown things. Faith drew them and the joy to feel themselves hers. They lived in her. They saw the world with her eyes. Some turned to her against their nature's bent, divided between wonder and revolt, drawn by her charm and mastered by her will, possessed by her, her striving to possess, impatient subjects, their tied longing hearts, hugging the bonds close, of which they most complained, murmured at the yoke, they would have wept to lose, the splendid yoke of her beauty and her love, others pursued her with life's blind desires, and claiming all of her as their lonely own, hastened to engross her sweetness meant for all. As earth claims light for its lone separate need, demanding her for their soul-jealous clasp, they asked from her movements bounded like their own, and to their smallness craved a like response. Or they repined that she surpassed their grip, and hoped to bind her close with longing's cords, or finding her touch desired too strong to bear, they blamed her for a tyranny they loved, shrank into themselves as from too bright a sun, yet hankered for the splendor they refused to angrily enamored of her sweet passionate ray, the weakness of their earth could hardly bear, they longed but cried out at the touch desired, inept to meet divinity so close, intolerant of a force they could not house, some drawn unwillingly by her divine sway, endured it like a sweet but alien spell, Unable to mount to levels too sublime, they yearned to draw her down to their own earth. Or forced to center round her their passionate lives, they hoped to bind to their heart's human needs, her glory and grace that had enslaved their souls